You already know we have great taste in everything. Cocky much? Hey, hey, I'm trying to sell things here. Like I was saying, you already know we have great taste in everything. Amazon has noticed too. So they gave us our own store. Our own storefronts, actually. That's the same no, thing. No, no, it's not. I got mine. You got yours. So all of the misfits that love you can shop your favorite things. And the ones that love me, which is the majority. Now who's the cocky one? Huh? What? <laughs> n n nothing. <laughs> Back to my point. All the misfits that love me can shop my favorite thing. So make sure you click the link in the description of this podcast. Or wherever you're listening to it. Are you still talking? Mama got this. Girl, what? Who? who? <laughs> Whatever platform you're on, there should be a link or the words on the screen. Click or type that in. Enjoy, Misfits. All right. Ready. Welcome to the Icon Minority Podcast, episode 201. I am one of your hosts, Gigi Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. Kevin Hunter. And with me, as always, is the immaculate Lady Godiva. Hey, hey, hey. How are you doing today? I'm doing. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing quite well. The Atlanta Hawks have shut down the New York Knickerbockers, and now they have officially shut down Ben Simmons, Joel Obeid, and the, the Philadelphia 76ers. I guess it's not always sunny in Philadelphia. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty. I'm doing pretty well. Red Velvet hey. came through and shut it down. <laughs> had them on hush. How y'all get? How y'all get? How y'all get beat by Red Velvet? Like, mm. Ch like Chad Hank, Hank said it'll be a white boy summer. I guess he was talking about for the Atlanta Hawks because it was a white boy. That white boy was raining them threes on y'all heads, man. <laughs> like, just imagine the class. I want y'all to I want y'all to Google Kevin Hunter for y'all to see what he looked like. And then just imagine him beating everybody on a shutty score, dropping like 80 points on the, on the, on the, um, on the seventy sixers. So shout out to him. I hope that I hope that Ivory King is having a having a good having a good having a good day. Hope he went to Magic City, got him a big boot scripper. Hope he's having a great I hope just I hope he's just having a great hope he's just having a great day, man. Get you some lemon pepper wet. Like I hope he's having a great day, man. Cause you deserve you deserve it. You deserve it. you trading on the whole all of all of the all of the Atlanta Hawks. Y'all deserve to have a great day because y'all done won two back to back playoff series that people swear up and down y'all was not going to win. So I hope y'all just having a great. I hope y'all having a great day. Enjoy y'all day. Congratulations! Right? Yes. Let's win some shit, man. Let's go. They go win. They go win. Let's go beat. Let's go beat the um, Milwaukee Bucks because I hate the Milwaukee Bucks are kind of lucky. Sorry, I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> Cause yeah, but it's not a sports podcast, so I'm gonna shut the hell up. So anyway, I feel like we should get right to the shits, and we should. Oh, actually, hello, Dre. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Queen! Right? Yeah. This, this, I'm gonna let y'all into the trust tree. It's like our second. This is our second time recording this podcast episode because I forgot <laughs> that it was. It didn't record the first time, so we're trying to. Re I'm I'm trying to reenact the intro. So I'm trying to remember things. And yeah, so happy birthday, happy birthday, Dre. Y'all don't know Dre is the social media director of the Oscar Minority Podcast. She is the one in the comment section that is always giving y'all that therapy. She's the one in the comment hey. section that be talking to y'all. It's not me. It's not Lady Godiva. I don't know how many times I gotta tell y'all that I don't run the Oscar Minority Podcast Instagram page. It is the white <laughs> it is the it is the 
let me stop saying that. It's a good thing we don't have an HR department. Because the HR mm-hmm. department would be like, yo, you can't get on the podcast and call them the white girls. <laughs> it's Dre and the white girls. <laughs> it's Dre and the snow bunnies. There you go. <laughs> they go the snow, the snow bunnies. Dre, it's Dre and the two lens and low hands. <laughs> it's a good thing we don't have an HR department. But they know, but they know it's all love. They laugh at it. Yes, it's, it's this this they're like this one. It's Dre and the, it's Dre and the two Taylor Swift the Swifties. <laughs> they be trying, they be sweat, they be trying to get us on point. We know you're gonna love her again. I only gonna love Taylor Swift. Hope will be coming out with a new album. But I Taylor Swift, hey, I think this is like 34 songs or something. Like I need 34 country songs. I don't need that that pop music, man. Yes, please, country song. Let's go. I got like I know the whole thing. If you you like my new, you know, like Jay Z would say, people want my old shit by my old albums. Nah, fuck that. We don't. I don't. I, Cause it's like pop music. Pop music is like one of those things where everybody can do it. So I'm not impressed mm-hmm. by it. Like your country music is what gave you yet that unique spunk. Mm-hmm. Cause I like exactly. bad. Cause I like black bad blood. And I like blank space, but it's like it's only so much of that shit I like. I don't. I really don't like. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. <laughs> Bounce from the kitty. Bounce from the kitty. I hate that song when I pass it. And it was like a diss. And it was like a diss song to Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. So I'm like, this is the worst diss song ever. Bounce from the kitty. Bounce the from foot. the kitty. Look what you made me do. The fuck? Look what you made me do. I hate that song. <laughs> I mean that song. That song was so unseasoned when it came out, but it came out around the time that Beyonce was right. There was really on her. Um, I got hot sauce in my bad swag. So like the video came <laughs> out, and people was like, "What is this mayonnaise?" <laughs> I know you. That was a. That was a. We're not gonna say what black person was in that video, but man, we was like, "Dog, really, really? This what we doing now, girl?" <laughs> Like, get mercy. But, yeah, but, but yeah, Taylor, but Taylor, if you're listening, I don't think she Taylor Swift listens to this podcast. But if you listen to this podcast, Taylor Swift, we would like some uh, or how about this? How about a fair compromise? Give me like five country songs, not Ali alone. Gotta hold the catalog hostage. Like, give me five country songs. I ain't gonna listen, I ain't gonna <laughs> listen to the other thing. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna put out you're gonna put out thirty four song track list. Give me give me five of them that I can listen to. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to talk about your exes because I think I'm starting to think that you low-key the problem. Common denominator. Right. I'm sensing a pattern. But anyway. Motherfucker. Intuiz Intuiz. Motherfucker about Um I'm about to start a rumor. I'm about to start a rumor. Look at Lady God. I, I, I did. Didn't did, 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 like she start dating somebody like buy a house right next to the person? Like immediately. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't care. <laughs> The fuck? The fuck? I'm gonna throw you. I'm gonna drop your sound bite in here. The so fuck? now you the in fuck? it. The fuck? The, the, the fuck? fuck? The, the fuck? fuck? I don't know if that's even true. I think it's true, y'all. I don't. I don't do rumors, so I don't. I don't know. I just catch shit on the. I catch shit on the timeline secondhand. But I did tell y'all about. I know, we're not gonna talk about Carrie Hilson, but I did tell y'all about Carrie Hilson on the podcast before y'all told me I was being mean when I said sometimes you gotta let you got you gotta cut a motherfucker off of their legs. So they can stop trying to walk with the bullshit. Uh-huh. They just say Carrie Hilson back with her bullshit again. And I blame y'all for this. 
because y'all let her spread that misinformation last time about the 5Gs and the the internet sites. Some shit she was talking about. Not even the 5G one. I forgot what the fuck it was that she was talking about, but y'all let her rock with it, so she keep on thinking that she's comfortable to get these hot takes off. Mm. Process. Man, Karen Hilson, listen. <laughs> y'all motherfucker don't even know. Y'all just learn a word, then run into the ground. But anyway, I'm not going to talk about it. Karen Hilson, just, just stop. It's a bit time. It's just stop. Just stop, man. I'm, 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 I'm happy that you back after they, after they, after the Beyonce, after the Beehive bullet you into oblivion. But let's not, let's not do this now. Let's not like make music. Just make like why, why did some of them just make music? I don't know. Like Carrie Hilson <laughs> came back to get hot takes off. Like girl, no, get some music out here. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, I don't even know. I'm just officially this is officially attacking, attacking people seven minutes into the podcast. <laughs> you good? You good? I told y'all Sometimes gonna start. Sometimes you gotta let it out, you know. Yeah, I, t- I told y'all gonna start spicy, I guess. <laughs> All right, so let's start. The, but okay, so last time we recorded this, Lady Godiva didn't see the movie, but now she done seen the movie. We can fully confidently talk about this. I want to talk about forty days and forty nights. Mm, that problematic, ooh, problem. See, I can't even say it. Problematic. Problematic. Movie. Yeah, look at problematic <laughs> movie. Forty days and forty nights. Now, if y'all don't know about forty days and forty nights, here's a synopsis. Matt gets raped and he has to beg, and they make this motherfucker beg his girlfriend for forgiveness. Mm. I mean, there's more to the movie than that, but the whole movie is Matt and his girlfriend breaks up. So Matt goes on a fucking spree, basically. He goes on an exercising mm-hmm. spree. He starts exercising everywhere. So right. he goes to his brother. He said, Man, I'm tired of this. You know, I'm not even I'm not even you know, I'm not even enjoying this shit no more. I need to do something <laughs> to rectify this situation. So uh-huh. he gets it in his mind that, hey, I'm gonna give up sex for Lent. If you don't know what Lent is, Lent is when you give up something that you pleasure. Some you give up a pleasure for forty days to experience what Jesus experienced and shit like that. Blah blah blah. Right. Right. So he takes. So he takes this. So he does. So he gives up sex for forty days for Lent. The whole company. He mind you. This is like this is like the early two thousands, and it was mm-hmm. around the time. It was around the time where they'll take the same. They'll take the same white boy and they'll put him in every movie. Right, and he was like the sex. He was like the sex symbol because he was also in the faculty. Mm-hmm. So he was like a good. So he was like a like a nice looking, mysterious type dude. Mm-hmm. Like he looked like he does drugs a little bit, but maybe he don't really do no drugs. Maybe he got like a hard pass type type. <laughs> like he get, he gives off that vibe, right? Like he had a hard pass, mm-hmm. but he's trying to get over. Like he had like a hard pass with soft eyes. Right. <laughs> He's like the Michael. So yeah, he was like the Michael B. Jordan nowadays, y'all. That's that's the that's the comparison I got. That's the because I don't know that Erickson Erickson said there's gonna be a white boy summer. I thought like they've been canceling the white boys. I can't think of no white boy. It just I gotta stop saying that. I can't think of no white person that just being every movie now. <laughs> as far, I know it's changed quite a bit, right? Yeah, it really it really had because it used to be that though. Um, they get if they and um the the, the dude Matt 
well, I don't know his actual name, but Matt said it in the Josh in the, Harnett. Josh Harnett said in the um he said in the interview he felt like that. He felt like he said when I was doing movies, I seen what they wanted my brand direction to be, and I didn't want to play the same character over and over. So I stuck. So he stepped away from Hollywood. So he stepped away from mm-hmm. a lot of money because they were treating him like I was about. Again, some of y'all are young as hell. So I was about to say Freddie Prince Jr. Remember, remember Freddie? Remember Freddie Prince? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were throwing Freddie in every single movie. Don't say like, yeah. like, like, that's one. Like I know y'all don't. I know y'all don't realize this, but it really. They used to really take the same. They used to really take the same white boy and put him in every movie. Yeah, that's true. So they'll make him play the same role in every movie. He was like, man, I'm trying to be an actor. I'm not trying to be a hot throw for you hoes. So he right. so he stopped so he stepped away. Mm. He been doing stuff here and here and there now, but you know they he so he been so basically he stepped away. They tried to do it with Brad. I think the last I think because I really because since since the last since the last time I made this statement, I've been really trying mm-hmm. to think about the last white boy that they tried to make into every movie. I think that would be Bradley Cooper. And uh, Chatham Tatum in it. Channing, I, think that's how you I mean, Channing, Channing Tatum. They tried to put Channing Tatum in there, but Channing Tatum really doesn't. Channing Tatum. I don't think. I think women like Channing Tatum, but then Channing mm-hmm. Tatum, like, I don't. Channing Tatum. I I don't know you personally, so I'm just saying what you look like. Channing Tatum look like his intelligence level ain't high. Oh, so then, oh shit! <laughs> I mean, he looked like a he like a meathead, and I don't even mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying that's what you look like, sir. Oh Lord, I did not expect that to come. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I'm, I, I got my, I got my, I got my movie casting, I got my movie casting head on, on my movie casting hat on right now. So that's why I just imagined like, because he doesn't, because he played the one, because he in the movie, he he couldn't play a heartthrob, because the heartthrob got to have like some, got to look like he got some brain power. Right. So yeah, he played Magic Mike. I never seen Magic Mike, y'all. So he played Magic Mike <laughs> one and two. I get it was two, wasn't it? Ooh, I don't know. I think I think so. But he played Magic Mike one and two. He played like in the. They tried. To, he didn't work. They just say he didn't work. They tried to put him in fucking step it up in the street. They had this. They had this big motherfucker dancing. Oh my god! Channing Tatum all the time like, in every movie, right? Channing Tatum like two fifty. This big motherfucker <laughs> trying to dance. That's not like that's not like it's no fault of his own. But they kind of played him. They kind of low key played him with these roles because these roles did not match his body type. Had this man in, but the but no, but all love, but all love to Chen Taylor. Man, now that you got me thinking about it, it's like the image that they put for him was that like all he was good for was dancing. I told you, and they made him man like a meathead. Like he kept on playing, <sighs> he kept on stuff. playing roles where he was either uh, like a he had like a nice body, no brain, or he was just dancing, no brain. Cause maybe he didn't want to go to school. Right. I'm just gonna oh, dance. I'm That's just gonna dance. I'm just gonna dance in these streets. What? You gonna take your ass to school? <laughs> I know, get, right? I'm gonna save the. But... I'm gonna save the streets. You better save the damn. But say that damn number two pencil for Claire tomorrow. <laughs> you know, uh, that was that be more, be more like. <laughs> Man, uh, listen here, Baltimore, 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 Baltimore. As Omar would say, Baltimore. I don't think Baltimore were doing all this damn dancing. I don't think no, y'all be I... out here dancing, man. 
Unless it's a different side of Baltimore. We don't like no Baltimore doing no dance. Y'all, y'all were dancing all right. And then we no dance. We with y'all feet. Oh, man. But back to this 40 days and 40 nights. Man, there were so many problems with this movie. It was, okay. I get where they were going with this vision, right? With this movie. However, they didn't execute it very well. I, it's, for me, I feel that way because it was, oh my God, the roommate, the roommate wasn't any help at all. He was a douche. Like, why you, why you dry snitching out here though? Why you like, why you not, you, <laughs> why you telling, first of all, not only did he tell, they said, they start the movie off. Hey, the bagel guy knows everything. Right. And did you go and tell the bagel guy? Yeah. You know, my homeboy. He giving up sex for 40 days. Then man go to the weirdest shit you ever heard. Like, who does that? (laughs) But that's some shit that men would literally talk to each other about. It's like dog fam. I don't tell men nothing about my life. Like, yo, you don't know nothing about my ex nothing about my bedroom and exercising. Cause it's like, you gonna why the hell am I discussing this with you? Cause you gonna go tell some other dude that don't even know don't even know you. It's like, bro, y'all men men are men men I'm just saying humans are weird but what makes it even yes. weirder is that these fools decide they they gonna they gonna place bets on when he gonna lose his virginity cool stupid thing that right was horrible it that was, was dumb horrible it was dumb but then it goes even worse because you gonna mm-hmm. make a website exactly and it's like the early 2000s, y'all. So it's like when internet first, it was like when the internet first started popping, popping. So like dot com mm-hmm. comes. So he worked for an internet website designing company. So you know, they had like a elaborate website. They had like a, a flash, a flash player, had the damn, had the man, had the, had the chastity belt being tossed on him, had him eating the key. Man, they was, they, they, they took a lot of time to make this damn website. They were wrong, for real. They were really wrong. <laughs> In all aspects, the women, they they disgusted me. I was mad as shit when they were like, they were like, well, you know, not really mad, but I was just like, ew. Like, <laughs> they were in on the, the bets, too. Mm, that mm, motherfucker. Mm. That motherfucker said, yo, I'm going to make you lose this. Like, man, like, what? Like, that was the whole thing was like, he said, I ain't going to have no sex. And everybody was like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to make you give me that dick. Like, what? But I have to say, when that woman was talking about, we know about it, it, it's uh, power, our power, right? Mm-hmm. That, that statement is true because your creativity juices and all that stuff it 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 allows you to do so much when you're focused and not you know not doing not exercising however the way that she she did like a like a like a it was like kind of like an oxymoron like you you knew how it felt so why would you try to break him Instead of encouraging him, Man. that was just something Cause it, crazy. Because it's a quote-unquote rom-com. So everybody in this movie trying to get him to have sex. He meets the, he goes to the laundromat. Because he goes to the laundromat <laughs> now a lot. Because, you know, you got to occupy that, that non-sex having, that non-exercising with some other shit, right? So he goes. <laughs> right. So he goes. And he um he goes. And he, he goes to the laundromat and he meets this woman. 
Now I'm gonna say he meets this woman because I'm gonna lay out how 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 he should left this woman alone from the get go. Cause she had two, sh- she committed like for thirty five strikes when he first met her. She was no good when he first met her. I'm just throwing it out there. I think she was no good. <laughs> I think she. I think it was awkward all around. This motherfucker said she was trying to hold a conversation with him, and he was just not speaking whatsoever. <laughs> and man was trying to hold. And man was trying to hold all inpro- inappropriate thoughts in his brain out. This right. Motherfucker said, "Yo." Can I, yo, can I, um, can I get change for, a, for some, can I get change for $2? Okay, cool. Yep. No problem. Hey, can I get some laundry detergent? What? Hey, <laughs> can I read the, ma- can Dry I, sheets? can I borrow your magazine? Can I, I forgot to bring some literature to read. Can I borrow your, girl, no. She, she didn't have, she didn't have that flirt. She, she called that flirting. <laughs> No, nah, that was no damn flirting. That was that was some. I came to the laundromat unprepared, looking for. I just came to the laundromat with vibes. She just vibed the laundromat. <laughs> you know, the motherfucker that go to vacation. Oh, I just want to go on vacation, and I want to plan nothing. I just want to go with the vibes. Like though she went, she went with the vibes. She didn't even know it. She didn't know nothing. She didn't know nothing. Not a damn thing. So he, so he meets her. Strike mm-hmm. one, mind you, the strike one. So he started going to the laundromat a lot, try to hang out with her. So they finally go on a date. He do like some romantic shit, taking her. Cause I don't know or not the movie portrayed this in a way, but this is the way I interpret it. She said she wanted to have a party where she meet a whole bunch of people she never met before. So for him to take her on a ride on the bus means that she's gonna meet a lot of people that she had never met before. So right. I felt so I felt like he was being romantic and playing into something that she wanted to do. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. Not, I don't know that they wrote it to be like that, but I was like, "Oh, that was really nice." So mm-hmm. he tells her. I mean, so she tells him what about the job that she does, and she's like, "Oh, well, I'm a cyber nanny." When you go, you know, so you know, like back in the this is something from back in the day, y'all. It don't happen no more because if I search, I think if I search like. I forgot what the fuck. I forgot what the fuck I searched the other day, and like it was just a whole bunch of lesbian activity came up. Hmm. But back in the day, if you search something, a cyber nanny would search like the biggest room in the White House. For some apparent reason, that would lead you to porn. Wow. I remember in fifth grade, we did the biggest room. People was like, oh, go to the biggest room in the White House dot com or some shit. And it was like a porn <laughs> site. So a cyber nanny, <laughs> so a cyber nanny would actually find this website and categorize it so that if children using the internet, this won't come up. Like if like if um <laughs> Like they say, they say, they say you got a child, your child on the internet, and they search girls with cupcakes. If you probably search girls with cupcakes right now, some, 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 um, some very inappropriate activities gonna come up. But mm-hmm. a cyber nanny would catch that, so that if you search something, it would, it would, um, actually not come up like that. That type of girls. That's actually that. That would have been a cool job. Like <laughs> looking at porn all day. No. <laughs> I mean, not 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 that, but the fact that she it's kind of like being a superhero. Like, <laughs> yeah, you type in yeah, I guess because you know, because you know, now they got. I don't know how. I think being. I think. I think. Um, I think they do. I think it's um, it's more. If you type in girls with cupcakes, porn. Not everything on here is porn, but one one of them is a porn. One of them is porn picture. Three of them is Katy Perry with um, which basically because basically could, I can't get it right out. Basically, could be considered a porn picture because it's Katy Perry from the um, it's Katy Perry with um, 
donuts on donuts on her donuts on her titties. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the video. I forgot what that video is. Um, California dreaming when she got the cupcakes on her titties. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. So it, it's a it's a lot going on when you search this, but. Back in the day, a person would like actually categorize this shit. I think nowadays Google Google has like a script that does it, and you know all the web browser has a script that does it. But back in the day, when the internet was not not brand new, because the internet came about in like the late late eighties and seventies or whatever, late seventies. So a person used to do this in the early two thousand. They used to categorize it for used to categorize it for people. But but anyway, but anyway, so when she tells him this, of course. She goes and she finds out about the website because the website of all the places to be sponsored by. Why? Why the fuck a website got to be sponsored? By the way, this website is sponsored by a porn site. So that was strike number two. When he goes to tell her about the damn porn website, and she start acting all weird, she making about her like, "Oh, how dare you not? You am I experiment to you? Like, girl, damn, are you gonna listen to this? Like, what? Like, she kept on making this shit. Like, the whole movie, everything is about her." But anyways, fast forward all that, whatever, blah, 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 blah. He get an orchid, and he they do some stuff with an orchid. Cause, mind you, actually, take it back a little bit. Mind you, she actually got mad at this man because he wasn't having sex. So she went and talked to him for a couple of days. So her friend was like, yo, you bugging. So she going to send him a message to him. Just because we can't have sex don't mean we can't hang out. That was red flag number three right there. I was like, you know what? You, 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 what the fuck? No, no, you you weird lady. <laughs> Just because we can't have sex. Like, so damn, you can't have so, Like, damn it. And you just want him for his body? Is he just a piece of meat? <laughs> I think, I think you know how, like, they say whatever's forbidden is, is sweet or whatever, how you say it. Um. So I think that's just it, because before then he was, you know, having a lot of one night stands, but he felt empty. So, yeah, the the Internet beat him to the punch like she she found out that way. And but they ain't even part of they ain't even part I want to talk about. So he do the whole 40 days, 40 nights. And I'm skipping over a lot of this part because the movie, because it's, it's, it's one of those things where you should just watch the movie so you can experience how he gets to this, what I'm about to say. So it gets to the, so it gets to his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend catching wind of what's going on because he turns her down. So she, so she turned on by him standing up for herself or whatever. So she goes and she places a bet for like $3,500. $3, and the dude was like, yo, why are you placing a bet? It's like, Three hours left in this shit. Like, this is a dumbass. This is a fool's bet. She's like, oh, don't worry about that. Da, 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 da. So she goes and she stalks this man outside his house. Meanwhile, inside the house, he telling his roommate, yo, handcuff me. Because I don't know what the hell I might do with my hands right now. Like, I'm going crazy in this motherfucker. So he, so he handcuffs him. And he was like, handcuff me. My girlfriend coming at 12 o'clock, you know, right right when the clock strikes 12, my girlfriend coming. So just handcuff me till she get here. He falls asleep or some shit like that. And in his sleep, somebody's on top of him. He wakes up and lo and behold, it's his ex. Yeah, he should he should have known that they were going to set him up because the whole... 
you know when the uh well i don't even think in the movie he realized that they they put viagra in his uh orange juice (laughs) and then the whole bedding thing situation so he should have known better than to handcuff you know himself or have himself handcuffed but yes like you said that was rape i i didn't say he raped her yet the other the other, oh. other episode oh i did say he raped her i did say he raped her i did say wait i did he raped her I, the, the, damn bad enough he didn't get no justice for getting raped now i'm saying he raped somebody <laughs> so she raped she raped him i did say in the beginning mm-hmm. he raped her okay my bad i'm true again y'all it's two it's I'm, I'm going off two different days at this point so yeah he did so yeah he get he gets raped and like they just mm-hmm. gloss over the fact that he gets raped, and then she leaves the room. She's like, "Well, I'm the one that started this. I figured I'd be the one to end this." What kind of rape? Yeah, shit. Like this man. When I tell you, though, this rape scene is a rape scene, and they don't yeah, categorize was... it as a rape scene, but it's exactly. a rape scene. That was so wrong. It didn't make it worse. The girlfriend, she just don't got no contact clues, baby. If you coming, if you coming at twelve o'clock. And a motherfucker leave the house before you get there, and she looking at you like, "Yeah, motherfucker." Obviously, and you walk in the room, and I'm handcuffed to a bed. You supposed to chase after her and whoop her ass for me. Mm. Motherfucker just got raped, and then you was like, "Don't, don't talk to me." Who? Like she again, strike forty five. Strike forty fucking five because she kept on making this shit about her. This man just got raped, and you just like, yo, don't talk to me. I hope she was worth it. What the fuck do you mean? I know, right? Really got work, and then he spent the rest of the movie winning her love back. That man, that that shit had me so goddamn high. Cause the last time I watched this movie was like when I was like twelve or some shit. So I I really didn't realize what was going on. So then mm-hmm. when I watched it, when I watched it again, like a couple of days ago, like Saturday, I was like, yo, he really got raped. And then they just passed it off like it was nothing. So then I started, so then I started doing my, my curiosity kills the cat type shit. And I was, look, I was looking to see whether or not the, um, the writer of this shit ever said anything about it. And I found this mm-hmm. and I'm going to read it to y'all. He was doing a Q and A on Riddick and somebody was like, how do you feel about the rape scene in 40 Days, 40, days, 40 Nights and how, and how it was handled? My, my bad. How do you feel about the rape scene in 40 Days, 40 Nights and how it was handled now that the issue of women raping slash abusing men is being brought to light? And the writer of the, writer of the movie said, um, this is awkward. Wow. Right, right then and there, he's fucking up. Right then and there, like right then and there, he should stop typing. He said, right. "I wrote, I wrote that, I wrote that, so I take full responsibility. I didn't shoot it, so that's the director. But pretty much that what was that what was was on paper. What he keep it? There you go, Pat. He starting off just passing the blame. The scene was mm-hmm. in no way a statement about women abusing men. Isn't that category called Kathy Bates? It's a natural if dark end of act." It's a natural, if dark, end of act two of a sexual comedy. You call that natural? Nigga, he said it's a comedy. Nothing was funny about that. Right? And then he goes, we had a lot of very intelligent people, writers, producers, 
directors, studio folk, etc. Think of different scenarios to the problem, and this was uh, we all determined this was best. I'm sorry if you didn't like it. This this reminds me of like you know how a lot of uh, songs we listened to growing up. There there were words in there that back then we didn't really pay attention to, but all of a sudden we grew up and we're like, what the fuck is he saying? <laughs> or she's saying it's DMX where the uh, hood at. And, yeah. And so like that, um, that's the same thing back then. They did whatever the fuck they wanted and in plain sight. Exactly. And then somebody goes even, so somebody else chimes in and he says, the scene is in no way a statement about women abusing men like he quoted. He said, the fact that one character rapes another and is treated like a prank is a statement whether you realize it or not. If a bunch of people determine the situation was the best, I officially question their intelligence, I officially bring their intelligence into question. Scenes like this are part of the reason rape has been one sided issue for so long. It helps perpetuate mm-hmm. ignorance in our society and contribute to a society that refuses to take victims seriously it it's a it doesn't take a bad it doesn't take a it's not just a bad thing it's bad writing on your part Mm. and this you know go ahead sorry i wasn't i wasn't done with the ignorance so then um so then the writer goes y'all the name of the dude the dude names ass pants by the way like, because as on Reddit, you you write your name. So he was like, "Dear ass pants, you're entitled to you're entitled to not like the scene." This is the thing that keep on getting me. He keep on acting as if it's like it's a depictment of something other than rape. You're entitled to not like the scene. You're entitled to your opinion. I did a bad thing and write. Then he quoted, "I did a bad thing in writing it." I did a bad thing in writing it. You're tired to call into question my intelligence. I call into question it all the time. But if you think a romantic sex comedy perpetuates ignorance, then you're looking for a wrong. You're looking for answers in the wrong place. So, like what? Like he keep on. Like he keep on negating the fact that dude, you literally wrote. And mind you, this is Riddick. You know how sick of some shit you got to write for people on Riddick to be like, nah, my nigga, that was fucked up. <clears throat> Like well, I don't see it, some yeah. sick shit. I don't see some sick shit on Riddick. So for Riddick to call into question your actions and for you to keep on just passing it off as if it was a joke, like nah, my nigga, it was funny. He he ha ha. Like nah, that was not funny. You not know. only was it not funny, <clears throat> but the fact that he had to explain himself, like you said. Like, it wasn't me. You know, I didn't, I was asleep. You know, it. it's just, it's no difference than all the women that have been saying, you know, I, I've been raped and nobody's listening. That's what Why should the victim explain themselves? I know, that's what you're saying. I'm just, you know, it's fucking crazy. Hmm. Exact. That's what, that's what I'm like. It was never. It was never funny then. And it's like you could have the scene in the movie, but you could also depict the scene differently in the movie. It's not that the scene was in the movie. It's that it didn't even you you didn't even like make. Re- it's the fact that the man was right. Then he had to beg for his girlfriend to come back to him. Right. Like the whole thing was off. When like if you wanted to write it as a joke, okay, cool. The girl get her ass whooped. 
but you just wrote it and then you, and then it's like it's never even called into question that this this man hold this man just got raped yeah and and they let her free like just like roaming the street just like doing what the fuck you want to do just you just you just you just there you just got raped yo you just got raped but i don't know i didn't i didn't, I didn't like that shit that shit bothered me that shit bothered me so motherfucking much when i seen it i was like yeah as it should for real like, like, yep. Dude just straight up got raped and they just didn't make no reference to it. Like they didn't even Oh man, I'm so sorry. They she didn't even go, oh man. Like the movie could have ended with him being like, No, nah, I gotta do forty days again, get the fuck away from me. No, fuck that. And she could've been like, No, and she could have like told him she could have calmed him down or some shit. Right. But cause that's how I remember cause that's how I remember it in my mind when I was younger. But I was like, man, I feel like I'm missing I'm mixing this movie up. So I was like, let me no. watch so I was like, let me watch this again. Cause I like cause I, I, I cause in my my mind you my twelve year old brain, my my memory of something I watched with twelve when I was twelve came off as a vast difference from how that shit actually was because how it actually was was goddamn utterly trash. Right. Cause in the movie he could have he could have been like nah I gotta do forty days again nah don't touch me or some shit Cause that's how I imagined him that's how I thought I, that's how I thought I, it actually happened but for her to actually be like nah motherfucker you disgust me how could you sleep with her what the fuck I am literally handcuffed to a bed you don't have no contact clues here why would I mm-hmm. leave a door open for you to come into the room for you to come into the house if right. I'm in here fucking if I'm in here fucking somebody else right. Fucking dumbass movie. That movie was dumb. Just dumb. I watched Sunshine Cleaning too again. And that was dumb too. I mean, I like the <laughs> Sunshine Cleaning is actually a good movie. But in Sunshine Cleaning, no spoiler alerts, y'all. Actually, I mean, fuck it. The movie's been out for a long ass time. Y'all should watch Sunshine Cleaning on HBO Max. So I was just having an HBO Max weekend. Shout out to HBO Max. This is not an ad because I'm pretty sure they were like, yo, we don't need you to like pick the, you ain't got to pick the movies you don't like, you know, pick something you like. <laughs> you know, you watch, I tried to, I tried to enjoy In the Heights, but then everybody else pointed out some discrepancies to me about In the Heights that I thought I was just tripping about. I was like, damn, why everybody, I'm like, damn, why all these, Domin- why all these um, Dominicans light as hell? Damn. They put one black dude in the whole movie. They put one. They, they put one black Dominican in the whole movie. Mm-mm-mm. In the heart of New York, motherfucker was looking like that motherfucker. The, whew, I'm not gonna get into that because that one actually, that one, that one, that one would genuinely piss me off. Like forty day for night, it's like it's not even though it's not no hee hee ha ha, but it's like that movie. That movie made two thousand three. In the Heights was made last year and came out this year. And they wonder why we fucked up in the head. And that motherfucker <laughs> really looked into the camera and said, oh, well, I guess I need to do more research about the issue. Motherfucker, what? You wrote a movie about New York and did you not actually visit? Did you not actually visit it? Did you not actually visit Washington Heights? Because there's no way in hell you made a whole movie and you thought, okay, just having a whole bunch of light-skinned Dominican people was going to be a fair depiction of Washington Heights. Hmm. Talk, oh, we picked the right person. We just picked the people that that fe- we just picked the people that killed the roles. No, the fuck you didn't. Huh. He didn't even know. He probably didn't even know. Um, D- Dija was um black. Probably, like, oh girl, wow. you like you like skin. Let me put you in the movie. Like, oh you Demi- oh you oh you Afro Latina? Oh hell no, nah, I didn't mean pick you. Mm-mm-mm. They got one black dude in the whole movie. I like the movie though, y'all. I like the movie. 
but yeah, the the the, the um the representation of the representation of people in Washington Heights was not there. It was just a whole bunch of light skinned people. It was weird. Mm-hmm. It's different if you. It's different when you watch a show like Friends. It's like okay, all these white people probably just don't know white people. But it's like, dog, Washington Heights. Like, ain't New York this melting pot that people talk about on a constant basis? Right. But anyway, anyway, yo, T Pain, especially man. especially back then when we were all in the sun. <laughs> yeah, T T Pain, man, T Pain, keep on. T Pain then went on the podcast tour. I see. <laughs> now he's telling people about how t- how uh, Usher told him, how Usher told him, how Usher told him that uh, he was killing music. He was kill- He was ruining music with autotune. That wow. nigga is he is spilling the tea, as they would say. <laughs> as they would say. I tried to make I tried to take a man. I tried to make it sound like fifty cent, how fifty cent said, spilling the tea. He <laughs> ain't out here spilling the tea. And he said, Usher said. Usher said. And I'm glad he talked about it. Cause if I tell y'all about it, y'all be saying I'm making shit up. Y'all be sweating I be making shit up. Then we had a motherfucker in the pocket, I was like, Oh. Oh, he ain't he ain't just making shit up. Yeah. Exactly. Motherfucker do some shady shit behind the behind the scenes. Then get out in front and make you look like you crazy. Right. So yeah, y'all always so that one like y'all always gotta watch out for a motherfucker they paint this crazy because it's like okay, well have you heard the motherfucker they saying crazy? Have you heard their side of the story? Cause y'all said T Pain fell out, but no, what happened is we're not gonna get into that again. Y'all can listen to that episode. Y'all can listen to that episode. Y'all hear T Pain talk about it. That that combination of shit was crazy, but yeah, he out here telling people about how um about how Usher told him that he was ruining music. Mm. I'm just gonna say Usher. <sighs> yeah, T Pain, you ruining music with auto tune, but also man, T Pain, I mean Usher, we are gonna keep it above fifty. Usher? You went through it. You went through a long. You went through a long period of time when you were trying to keep up with the times. When you could have just. When you could have just been doing. When you could have just been doing. Um. When you could just been making quality music, but you was making bullshit. I know. Remember that because he kept on making music with Zaytoven and shit. And it was like, yeah. what the fuck is this? <laughs> no, I like no. It's like it didn't hit. It's like dog. Did he put out like um? Trust issues, no bad habits, sex beat, and all that other shit. You be like, yeah, this is my, this is that Usher I like, and then you put out some shit. Usher, you was using fucking auto tune with Zay Tobin. What the fuck you mean? See how niggas be, see how niggas be quick to forget. Like, bro, you know, I just smack. Now you got smack a nigga in the mouth, bro. You ruin the music. I ruin the. I'm, 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 I whoop your ass. Anyway, anyway. I want to talk about the microchip crisis. Uh-huh. Cause that shit got me amused. That shit got me amused, man. That's, let me see. Let's, let's learn something on this podcast. We haven't learned nothing on this podcast off podcast. We just been throwing, we just been <laughs> the slander hour. It feels like I'm turned, I'm turned the hell up for no reason right now. Oh, so anyway, so in case y'all are wondering, or if you haven't noticed, you probably haven't noticed because a lot of y'all probably don't keep up with this. Ford has announced that they have put, they basically pushed back the Bron- the, the 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 OJ Broncos is supposed to come back. Wow. <laughs> ah, shout out to OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson really killed two people and Jimmy walking around like he just didn't do it. 
<laughs> I hope this motherfucker said I hope they I just hope they find the killers of of I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disrespect them by saying their name by making jokes about their deaths. But I hope they OJ Simpson really killed two people and then said, Well I hope they find the killers of my of my ex wife and her boyfriend. What? Mm-mm-mm. You murdered them and then walk around talking about some hope they one day find the killer. He out there. Yeah, you out there. OJ Simpson, let me shut up for OJ Simpson calling my goddamn house, bro. I ain't scared of a lot of people, but man, OJ Simpson catch it, catch it, goddamn slipping, slipping, slipping. My favorite part about OJ Simpson is that I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I got, I got to say it. My favorite part about OJ Simpson is that all y'all black people ride for did come out and that motherfucker don't even like black people. That was funny, because y'all motherfuckers were tripping in the 90s, boy. OJ Simpson didn't do it. They trying to bring the black man down. OJ Simpson probably watching that shit like, who the hell they referring to as black? <laughs> I ain't black. That motherfucker really said, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Like, that's not, like, that. Jay-Z didn't pull that from nowhere. It's literally, he literally said that, like, OJ Simpson really felt like he wasn't black. Like, he was, OJ Simpson wasn't black until he got in trouble, and then he had to play that shit. Jenna Cochran was like, yo, you better start acting like you like black people. It's your only fucking hell. It's your only fucking chance. Motherfucker getting locked up. Motherfucker getting locked up. Tossing. I never seen so many black people. No, I never seen so many so many niggers in the hills or something. She said, "Man, OJ Simpson was a OJ Simpson." Okay, but yeah. Anyway, so Ford, Ford, and other Ford and other auto Ford and other auto companies are now facing a crisis. A cri are now facing a crisis of shortage of chips. And I didn't, and I, I did not notice. I, well, I knew, I think I knew, I knew this, but I didn't notice. But car, mm-hmm. cars, cars do, cause cars nowadays run on chips. So a microchip is put into your car for it can function. Basically a microchip that probably costs $5 to make controls your whole $55,000 car. Isn't that something? Right. And now we're starting, now we're starting to really get into the effects of the pandemic because not everything is made instantaneously. Like I know a lot of stuff, even when it comes to y'all products, like my, like, like the meat industry, the meat industry will make something two years before they even bring it out to product. So y'all are never getting so. <laughs> and I'm not even, I'm not even saying this shit to judge y'all. I'm just letting, I'm just letting y'all in that most things are made a year ahead of time. So that's why the chicken shortage came out of nowhere. That's why the chicken shortage, quote unquote, came out of nowhere because they, they, mm-hmm. they, they, they was, they had, they had the supply was the supply was they, they two years, you know, like two years ahead of it. So when mm-hmm. you get that chicken, that chicken, that chicken done been dead. That chicken done been dead for about two years. So anyway. They so the the chicken, you know, the meat industry, just like the technology industry, just like the meat industry, they're two to three years ahead of time so that they can stay on schedule. So mm-hmm. it's so out of all the companies in the world, is one company that, that that makes every single microchip for each technology company. Mind you, it's close to it's close to one, two, three, four, five. It's close to like eight it's close to like eight tech giants but one company make all their microchips so you take wow. the tech giants and then you take the automotive giants so everybody everybody in the world uses this one this one micro plant to make they make microchips and if you know anything about a microchip you know that the computers that make the microchips under no circumstances can they stop 
they don't they might they not they might not necessarily be making a microchip on every every hour on the hour but the but, but the machine has to run 24 hours 365 7 days a week it cannot stop because you cannot uh, you cannot allow an air pocket to enter you cannot allow an air pocket to enter that space so if you stop so if a machine stops it can get a little dust on it and a little micro speck of dust can delay you by two can delay you by 2 to 3 weeks because if that machine starts up and it's any kind of malfunction, it's a problem. So they have to keep the so they have to keep the machines going twenty four hours a day to make sure that it never stops. You ever it's like it's like with your car. It's like with your car. You know, like you get an old. You know, like people get these older cars and they'll work. Yeah. Long as like your yeah. car, long as you get your car to work, it runs. Like mm-hmm. once you you try to turn that motherfucker off, like if somebody give you a jump in your car and you turn the motherfucker off. It's gonna be off, so that's so basically that's what it is with these machines is that they're they're fine tuned machines, but you don't want to run the risk of that motherfucker break it down, so you keep it running twenty four hours a day, twenty four hours a day. So they would take on, so they would take on all these, so they would take on all these, all these, all these projects because they're the only people doing it. So they'll take on Apple, they'll take on the Apple chip, they'll take on the Samsung Galaxy chips or whatever. They'll take on everybody, pro- they'll take on everybody product and make it. One of the things that would do is they will also take on the auto industry because again, you have to put something on that line for the machine to run. No matter what, you got to have something on the line at all times. So one of the things they were doing was the car chips. But then when COVID came, GMC, um, you know, GMC, Ford, Ram, Dodge, I said Ram, Dodge and all those other people, Hyundai, Honda. So all those people was like, yo, we're not going to need these chips because we we, we greedy. We just going to lay people off. Or we just going to put people at home. Fur- you know, we just going to furlough people and shit like they had their ass at home. So mm-hmm. when they did, so when they did that, what they did is not only did they fuck up their money because they were short-sighted, but they fucked up the plant's money. Because again, the plant has to run 24 7, 365. We can't stop running. So now, because of COVID, understandably, you may not want something, but you just fucked up my money and you fucked up my system schedule. So so the company that was making the chips, they had to go out and find another person to take on a bigger order or just bring on more clients. So the tech industry at this time was going through a transition because anybody that built computers, y'all probably noticed the um the graphics cards started booming. Cause now everybody at home, then you mix in the you mix in. Cause once everybody at home and they don't have to spend that much money on that gas money, when you start saving that money on that gas, and you've been at home mm-hmm. for a couple months, that's a good. That's a good man. You you man you you'll save a good six hundred dollars in gas. Mm-hmm. That's how crazy gas is. That if you sit at home for a while because you can't go nowhere because everything closed and all you can go to the you can only go where you have to go because they got nothing else is open. You start saving a whole bunch of money in gas, and then you throw in the unemployment checks that they just getting a bonus on top of that because they done because they honestly they done been deserved that shit. They that money that money they should have been getting that money anyway. When you was working, you should have been getting that money. The government the government should start paying people for working honestly. Cause, mm. you, Cause I'm just gonna be real with y'all. Nobody, nobody has to be born here, and then, and then on top of that, nobody has to be born to the family that they are. So, goddamn, you literally getting punished for being born to a poor family. 
Like, can you imagine being born to Billy Bob? Like, you didn't ask, you didn't ask Billy Bob, to, but like, like you don't get to choose who the fuck you want to be born to, because you ain't picking Billy Bob. <laughs> Billy Bob and anime. Like, you ain't picking Billy Bob and anime. Like, nobody's picking them. So it's like, it's fucked up that you put your ass on Earth and you're born into a society where everything is already taken. Like, everything, like, all the land and all the land, you have no, you, you're literally born into an Earth. You're literally born on Earth with no entitlement and nothing. But you gotta have something to survive. And you gotta work. You don't even get an option. You gotta work. Like, man, like somebody said, yo, we was running around free as fuck till somebody got a bright idea to, 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 to fuck it all the way up. Right. Motherfucker was free living off the land. This land is your land. This land is my land from, from the New York, from the California to the New York Islands. Like, this land was made for you and me, and then y'all went and fucked it up and, and colonized it. Mm-mm-mm. Stupid shit. So anyway, greed. But anyway, so they're making the microchip. So they had to go and they had to go get some other people. So they started doing graphics cards. Now, the graphics cards, because people have been at home, people started building their own PC. Now, the graphics cards, as I know, because the stock has been booming mucho, mucho, I do, I do, appre- I do appreciate the graphics cards. Nativia, because Nativia, <laughs> Nativia, man, that stock went from, that stock went from, what, like 100-something? I think it sits at like five, six, I think that shit sits at like, like 800 now, I want to say. It's high. Let's just say when I first bought that stock, it was low as fuck. But it's high as hell now. And I don't need y'all in my pocket, so I'm going to shut the hell up. <sighs> anyway, so as the demand for the graphics cards go up, the gra- the card co- the card place that makes the graph that makes the microchips, they take on their business. So Nativia needs some new business. The RPX need new business. So they're taking them on to offset what the auto industry left a hole in. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a year later, here come the auto industry. Yo, can we get back on the schedule? Can you get back on the schedule? <laughs> Business is booming without you. So now, right. in order for me to put you back on the schedule, it's going to take six months. Because now I got an obligation to the to the computer chip people, and they buy and, and they buy and they order more and more product because supply and demand. Because people being home, people starting to hoard shit. Like a lot of these, right. lot of these resellers, which is which is which is which, which is a dangerous game to play as well. Because you, because whenever shit is sold out, that's when people mm-hmm. start buying more of it. But right, exactly. if you're buying it to resell, because when you buying when you buying these graphics cards, you're not buying these graphics cards to hold them. You're not buying fifty graphics cards to hold them. Those things are like two hundred and sixty dollars a pop. So you're not you're not you're not holding them. You're not buying them to hold them. You're buying them to sell. But you don't know whether or not this market is actually if if you don't know whether or not it's fifty people that want to buy it. You just know you bought fifty because that was what was on stock. So you don't actually know whether or not this market is inflated, which is the problem because the graphics card companies they can't play off of. If one person is buying it, they have to just assume, they have to just kind of trust and be, they have to go to the middle of, okay, let me see whether or not these are actually selling or if these are numbers or are just inflated for right now. Because the graphic card company can order too many cards and be stuck with the product and then they lose money. 
So it's a dangerous game to so it's a dangerous game that everybody's out here playing right now because nobody knows whether or not the market is inflated or not because nobody really showing their hand because these because because either way it go the people that build computers they got to buy the graphics cards anyway. Mm-hmm. So nobody so everybody so everybody's like so everybody trying to get shit done. The automotive industry is basically on the back end of it. I think like I said, they pushed the Ford Bronco. They pushed that back. They pushed that back by some time. It's some other cars that just not gonna come out. But again, fifty thousand dollar cars. Thirty thousand dollars. It don't even shit. Thousand dollar cars not being built because of a five dollar microchip that the companies could have just ate and bought. Cause it wasn't like the, cause it wasn't like they wouldn't go go back to wasn't gonna go back to work forever. That's the interesting right. part. It's like you could have just bought them and sat on them, but your but your American greed got the best of you. Mm-hmm. And now it's about to fuck. Now it's about to fuck you up in the long run because if that market, if the market for the graphics card don't bust, then you might be then you might be stuck holding the bag again because it's only one fucking factory that makes all the worlds, the worlds microchips. One factory. That's fucking nuts. Stupid. Stupid. Again, motherfuckers would do anything but use their brain. (laughs) One factory. Y'all got one factory making all the world microchips and it's in like South Korea or some shit like that. Like it's like off in the yeah, yeah I'm a, bro, it's 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 nut, it's nutty, but it's it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out because again, it's definitely the graphics the 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 tech industry is definitely in a bubble when it comes to like buying graphic cards and shit like that. That's why I haven't built me a new PC. I'm like I'm not giving you all this money. Yeah. But it's gonna it's gonna bust soon and a lot of people gonna be holding the bag. So that'd be so that'd be pretty interesting to see what actually happens with that. But I don't know. I just wanted to get nerdy on y'all real quick. <laughs> hey, we love that part of the podcast. Ooh, that shit took a lot out of me. Huh? God damn, cause I had to, <laughs> had to had to control myself from talking about every part of. It. But yeah, that that's some. But yeah, that's some good. That's some good shit. Yeah, y'all, should keep, y'all should keep your eye on it, Mike. Microchips are being owned by all one damn company. Samsung use them. Apple use them. Dell. Intel, like everybody, like everybody uses this one place, and nobody, <laughs> nobody thought, yo, we might need to all stop using them because this is a little dangerous. Like nobody, everybody, want, everybody, like, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna keep on using them. You can stop using them. <laughs> Motherfucker, you can't use your car. You can't use your car because you got a microchip in that motherfucker. You got a five dollar microchip in that motherfucker. That's a that's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like you really like of all the shit it take I it probably take like twenty th- it probably it probably take like a couple ten thousand dollars to make a to make a thirty thousand dollar car probably. Or right. fuck it, it just say ten thousand let's say it take five thousand dollars to make this car. So you didn't mm-hmm. think, hey, let me eat the price of these microchips so that I can make my profit back when the world will open back up. You were trying to cut corners cause you, cause for no reason, and then you played yourself. I love mm-hmm. it. I love seeing American Greed hard at work, because that's some American Greed shit right there. <laughs> you fucking played yourself. Yep. 
five dollars, y'all. And I know it's probably, and I know it's probably in the grand scheme of things, I, I know it's probably, it, I know it's more than five, I know it's more than five dollars to the company. But even then, a couple million dollars, that ain't gonna hurt nothing. That's true. Genius is not if you just spent. If I already spent Did five, know that exactly. If I already spent five thousand dollars on something, I'm if I got to hold, if I got to buy, if I got to eat the cost of something else, I'm gonna hold it till they come back to work because they're gonna come back to work. Now they're back at work, and now you now you paying more money for them to be at work working on some shit because you ain't got you only got so much storage room for cars, right? So they can't even finish the car, so you can't even pull the car to a similar line because you ain't got the microchips to put the, in the car. So it's just on the similar line. They just sit there. I now I just imagine now I just imagine people coming to work like yo. So did they pull the trigger on the on the on the microchips yet? Nah. So what the fuck they want us to do? Nothing. Cause you can't even roll you can't even roll the car. To, you can't even roll the car to similar line because you ain't got the microchip. And you can't retroactively <laughs> put the microchip. You can't retroactively and look. You can't retroactively put the microchip in the car because you don't already put the car together. That's why I was wondering why um they they were saying the used cars value went up. Yeah, because they ain't make it. We we we, we at the fucking we probably get the new cars for like two years at this point. Right. Because used cars have went up. They have went up. Gas don't went. Yo, gas. I see you creeping. Get your ass back down, bro. I was looking. I was looking at gas in Denver, and I was like, "Oh, gas in Denver is like three dollars and twelve cents or some shit like that." And then I looked at gas. So then I'm I'm out driving yesterday, and I'm like, "Gas here is three dollars. What the fuck?" Mm. I'm like, "God damn! I miss when gas was like two fifty. when gas was like two thirty. Yes, Ga- I know. Like the other day, it was forty one dollars to fill oh my, my Honda up." Man, don't tell me no, don't tell no shit like that, man. God <laughs> damn, I hate. I, if it's one thing I hate doing, y'all, I hate putting gas in my car. Not and it and it ain't, it ain't even no disrespect to my car. It's just like, man, this gas <laughs> fucking. It's like because you need. It, I hate. I hate when it's something that you need in life, and it's like there's no way around it. So a motherfucker is gutting you for it. Cause I feel like gas. I feel like gas should be one of those things where it's price control. Cause you have no. Cause you need the gas to get to your. You know you need the gas to get around. Mm-hmm. Like gas should be considered a privilege. Gas could be considered a right if we have to buy a fucking car to drive. Right. We can't space out society and then punish you for it. That's what I. That's how I feel about it, y'all. It's like water. It's like why the fuck do we have to pay for water? Right. We literally pay for water to come out of the fuck. We literally paying, man, the government. It's it's a lot of things that government should control, and that's one of them things. But they're too busy trying to control women's uteruses and shit. Yeah. That's the problem. Control the water, not the uterus. The portal. Right? Like, you shouldn't be, you should not, you should not goddamn be out here having to pay for wa- faucet water. Mm-hmm. The fuck you mean again? born in the country we didn't ask to be born in but gotta pay all these damn gotta pay all this shit you, you gotta pay the government to own land no hey thank you for letting me own land here's some property tax it don't be cheap miss it if you want to motherfuckers man some whole shit man. so anyway that's my, that's my rant that's my rant for the day 
because they can kiss my ass. They can kiss my ass. Property tax can kiss the whole black side of my ass. <laughs> Fucking property tax. Paying the government to own, paying the government to own some shit is some crazy notion, man. Yeah. And they and we really have to just abide by this because y'all y'all family members in the past, y'all family members in the past, and fight back against this. Cause y'all hear these baby boomers to my people soft. It's like y'all y'all literally rolled over and took whatever the government was telling y'all to do. Cause we wouldn't be in this predicament if y'all had stood up against them with this bullshit. Property yeah. tax, nigga. I'm not paying no damn property tax for some shit I own. How the government gonna lay claim to some shit they don't even own? Yeah, they didn't make this land. <laughs> then technically, then technically, I'm supposed to get my forty. What the fuck, my forty acres and a mule? Preach. Like we really gonna be real about it? I never got my forty acres. I never got my mule. But you charge, but you charge me for turning on the water. That came out of my backyard. Fuck the government, man. <laughs> getting spice, getting, it's getting spicy. This is spicy. This is spicy hour. I don't know. Spicy. So, right? So it's like we should just do the Akamels or something for like for get a little too to get a little too spicy in this hole. Alright. Uh awkward mail. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast, the Acromel, where you have questions and we give you the answers. If you are a white boy and you're looking to be cast in a movie, we can't help you, but we can point you into the direction of a nice movie where the white boys ruled the world. Actually, I do know a recent movie where the white boys ruled the world. King of Staten Island is a good fucking movie, y'all. It's a good movie. It's on HBO Max. I swear to God, y'all, it's a good movie. You, you y'all go see why I'm, well y'all go see why I'm saying it like that when you first watch it and you see who who's uh-huh. in it Pete Davis I swear to God y'all it's a good movie trust me trust me I would never I would never lead y'all to scream it's a good movie <laughs> you don't got no black people and this a movie this a, and it's like a movie I think you got a black person in it this is a movie where it had the pro it had the exact representation of a of a place because I imagine that Staten Island would just have that one black person there. Mm. And people from Staten Island sound like fucking Yankees, while also sounding like fucking they from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Staten Island. I would never go there, but shout out to Staten Island. <laughs> they seem nice in Staten Island, though, but it just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but King of Staten Island, y'all, y'all should watch that. It's a good, it's a good strong representation of white men. Watch y'all about to tell me that Pete Davidson like black or some shit. Is he? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know color Pete. I don't know. I don't know Pete Davidson nationality. He could be black. I have no idea. That would be hilarious because I'm not trying to be. If 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 in the all chance that he is actually black and I'm doing an oversight, I do apologize to y'all. I thought he was white at the time of this recording. <laughs> man, got me. Man, I got me thinking, man. Is this motherfucker Pete? Is Pete Davidson white or black? Cause I don't know. It could go. Look at good. I could see him saying he black, and I'm like, oh, I see it. Or I could see him saying he white. I'm like, oh, I can see it. But either way, it go. He King of Staten Island. That's a fucking good movie. I should watch that shit. It's funny as fuck. Mm. I cried laughing watching that shit. I'm gonna have to watch it again. It's it's a good. It's a good. <laughs> ass, it's a good ass movie. So y'all checked it out. But anyway. If you would like some, but but anyway, if y'all would like to talk about movies and white boy summers, 
you can check out the link. You can hit our, hit up our emails in the in the link of the description of this podcast, so you can email us your question or advice that you have, or if you just simply want to say hello, you can do that as well. Our emails are in the, our emails are in the link of the description of this podcast. So, what do we have today? All right, we have three three of them. Here we go. So, first one's up. My family's harassing me about being married from no name. I went I want no contact with my family because of their treatment to me about being lesbian. Today my mom messaged me on Facebook asking about the pics from my wedding I posted and asked why I got married to a woman instead of a man and also commented that I shouldn't be with someone who is colored. They are the very what? racist. What? About an hour ago, I saw that she had posted something about how parents should be choosing their daughter's spouses because the they what? can't be trusted with the, the choice. What? The what? I told my wife about it and she's really upset that they are saying these things about us. How do I get them to leave us alone? The fuck? The fuck? The fuck? I didn't press, press the fuck like 40 times doing this. By the way, I'm just throwing it out there. That is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot to deal with. Um, you could just simply ignore, and because families are set in their ways, unfortunately, can't change them. But what you can do is, you know, uh, control how you react to it, and uh. Even though that's a lot to ask because it's not fair that you're being treated that way. And um, congratulations, by the way. Yeah, look at the misfits getting married. First of all, again, yeah, like you said, congratulations on getting married. Well, what the hell is our invite? <laughs> we'll be your family. We are your family. And that's what How I'm about, you doing? And that's what I'm about <laughs> to say is that at the end of the day, I know society, society built up this notion that you have to support your family, that you have to be with, you have to support your, my bag. I had dropped my camera, not dropped my camera, but my camera is like in a, in a camera box. So that shit was doing a lot of, doing a lot of, it was in the camera. So anyway, anyway, so society built up this notion that you have to love your family and that no matter how harmful they are to you, that you should always just take the toxicity and strive. But guess what? You don't live with this person. You don't have no, you don't have no immediate need or support of this person. You just got, you just got married to a beautiful woman. That is your family. Now your family blood is only thicker blood is only thicker to the water than you get to you get to the mud so you don't so it's not so it's not even so that obligation that society paints for you over the years does not have to be does not have to be precipitated because you because your motherfucking parents sound like a type of person that you shouldn't even have you shouldn't even want your wife around that so it's like thank you for showing your true side so i know not to come around you're not missing. You're honestly, especially if they're antagonizing you to the point where they're messaging you on Facebook saying stupid, ignorant ass comments like that. Then you didn't, then, then society, not society, then you're being done a favor. You're being, don't look, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Be right. free, don't, be free of these toxic be, ass people. You don't, at the end of the day, you don't need your fucking family. Your family ain't doing nothing for you, but goddamn stressing you. Yeah, and and not only that, like use that energy towards your marriage now because y'all are one now and you got to build a life together and it it shouldn't start off with that type of toxicity. 
So good luck with everything. And if you need anything, email us. And uh, yeah, so the second one is taking selfies as a guy from Johnny Appleseed. I know this is probably stupid and weird, but I hate taking selfies or pictures of myself in general. I'm a decent looking guy, but I just look terrible in photos. I'll admit I'm pretty bad at taking them and I just have no idea what on earth to do in them. I'm introverted and I'm kind of lonely, so I've been trying to meet people online, but everyone wants to see what I look like. I'm happy for people to know what I look like, but I just don't have any good pictures. Does anyone else have the same problem I have? And anyone, uh, does anyone have any tips they could offer regarding angles, facial expressions, light tone, do's and don'ts? It would be good to hear from a girl's perspective, too, on what it is the best way to take them. I've looked at how people take selfies, mainly guys, and most of them are just embarrassing. I know I'm probably overthinking this, and I sound very cringe right now, but yeah, I'm not sure where or who to ask. I'm 19, too, if that makes it any difference. Well, Lady Godiva, tell this man <laughs> how men should take... Let, let, listen, dude, I don't know if you want a woman's perspective on it, because how the fuck a woman going to tell you how to pose with a, in a man's body? But anyway, I got I got this, dog. It's just, it's, this is going to be one of those things where us men just sadly look awkward in, in photos. You you can't, you can't, because it's like you never know what to do with your arms. Like, no matter what the fucking photo is, you never know what to do with your hands, and they're just there. Men look so awkward, and and I know to say help you, but I'm just I'm just letting you know that we all look awkward in photos. Like men just look awkward in photos. Like we just look awkward. Like you don't know what to do with your hands. They gotta catch you off guard. The best thing you can do is to be caught off guard with the with the photo, cause then you look well, be fake caught off guard, cause then it looks like then it looks cool. Like if you're looking off into the distance, then it look cool. But once you get to looking directly in the camera, that's when your that's when your inability to to be nonchalant is going to kick into the factor because you're not doing it on purpose, but your body is preadvestantly thinking about how the photo is going to look. So you might be looking into the camera trying to look all Rico Suave, but then what the camera captions is you looking constipated. So you have to look. 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 You have to try to. You have to try to get. First of all, I say this all the time. If you have to take a take a bunch of photos, like always take a bunch of photos, like you don't have to take one photo and then that's it. Like in photography, when we're doing a photo shoot, I'm taking like 250 photos of the model, 250 photos, probably close to 100. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking, I'm basically what I'm saying is a lot of photos get taken of a model. So you, a person that's not a model, how you expect for the one photo to be okay? You can do the, you can, you know, try to do something with your leg. Like a lot of, like a lot of the time you can do something with your leg. You can put your leg, you can put one leg up against the wall. You can look away, you know, you can look off into the distance or you can look into the camera. When you're looking into the camera, you don't fully smile. You give a smirk because a smirk is going to come through a little differently. Because when you fully smile, the camera is not going to pick it up in the way that you want it to be perceived. 
So you give us a look, give us a, you know, give us a little smirk. Lean, you can look, you know, you can put your foot up, lean against something. You can look cool in a lot of photos. It's just don't just stand there with your hands in your pocket looking at the camera. You got to do a little action posing. When it comes to being a man, you got to do a little action pose. I'm li- I'm literally leaning against the stuff where you can see what to do as if like this is a video podcast. Right. Give us the so, you know, give us the Malcolm X, put your hand, you know, put your hand, you know, put your hand on your face with you know the one hand like you're thinking. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of photo, it's a lot of poses that you can do. You can um you can you can you know, you can it's a lot of shit that you can do. It's a lot of shit that you can do. Just don't do that. Just don't do that. Just don't do that um D'Angelo. Don't do that D'Angelo. Don't do that D'Angelo shit with the vein. <laughs> Ice in my, don't do the ice in my vein. Don't do the ice in my vein. I swear to God, you don't look cool. You look like crackheads. Then y'all be biting your bottom lip. Y'all like crackheads, man. Y'all look like y'all getting a hit. Y'all like y'all getting a hit of crack. Vein. Ooh, I look like ice in my vein. You look like you got crack in your veins. But yeah, so it's a lot of so it's a lot of things that you can do. I would recommend that you watch a YouTube video. It's a lot of YouTube videos where a lot of people are demonstrating what to do so that you can have a visual to go along with what I'm saying. But you never just want to look directly at the camera. Because you get to looking directly at the camera, regardless of if you're the most handsome man in the world, us men just look goofy. Us most people look most people look goofy as fuck looking directly at the camera, just looking into the camera like trying to look at your soul. So yeah, just you know, work just work on shit like that. Wear clothes that wear clothes that fit you most importantly. Cause you can't if you're taking photos, you can't wear clothes that are too loose. Because too loose is gonna it's not even gonna make you look fat or nothing. It's just going to make you look it's gonna make you look not unhinged, but it's gonna make you it's gonna make you not look together. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you watch, you look at the photos, and it's like it's not the clothes. It's not that the clothes were t- making you look away, but the clothes are going to make you look away. I know what I just said, but it, that's two different. They're two different words on the shit. It's going to make so you always want to make sure you get clothes that fit, not clothes that don't fit, not clothes that fit, not clothes that fit too well, but just clothes that fit you perfectly, because the camera picks up on that as well. Like your confidence comes through in a picture whenever you're taking a picture. But you never have to try to force it. So don't do the fake laugh shit because that shit look weird. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's uh, great advice. And also, Johnny, you're 19. You are still uh, discovering your body. What the hell? And and I'm talking about like in its entirety. I'm not. I'm not saying he doesn't know what his body's like, but entirety because sometimes like we don't really look at ourselves. And I feel like if he were to stand in front of a mirror and like do different poses, that could probably help him find his angles. That's a that's a trickery thing. Again, I only saying that. I know. I know what Lady Godiva saying. As a man. The mirror will fuck. The mirror will fuck you up, cause you look in the mirror and you're like, "Yeah, I like this angle, or that's a good one." Ooh, I look sexy right there. And then that camera be like, "Nah, my nigga, uh-uh, uh-uh. cause y'all do know the mirror is reversing the image, so it's not the actual image that's gonna be portrayed in the camera. And then right. the camera, and then the camera right. adds ten pounds to you. The camera can add up to fifteen pounds on you any damn way. 
Yeah. So you be looking like a healthy humper. But yeah, so yeah, you can't. So yeah, side, try to try to stay away from half of a side angle because that shit will make you look. That shit will make you look bigger than you are. Unless you are trying to look bigger than side than half of like when it's like it's your side, but it's your front at the same time. That shit can make you look like a big as a house. <laughs> Um, there, there are a few people that I think that are good to like, um, you know, if you're online, let's say it, on Instagram, um, David Su photo, David S U H photo. Um, he's pretty good. He's pretty gentle, like with explaining angles and, uh, it's nice. And then Sorella Moore. So those are two people that are are pretty cool online that kind of guide you with your angles. So I'm just maybe trying to that figure, I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out what you want, what you thought a woman going to say to you. Oh yeah. So if you tilt your butt like this, <laughs> like what the hell you thought a woman going to say? Your woman don't know nothing about no man. But I think we got you. So but I think, I think, I think you got a lot to work with now. <laughs> don't just don't wait on just you know you got to work on the ain't just just figure out what to once you figure out what to do with your pocket your hands like you put your hands in your pocket and you know if you put your hand in your pocket just make sure you're not pulling up on your you're pulling up you're not pulling just just be aware of what the fuck you can tell you can tell i do photography just be aware of what the fuck your hands are doing because most people put their hands in their pocket and like it's like it's making this it's making this fake it's gonna it's gonna give you a dick print it's gonna you know you pulling the pants up too damn high like it's like you can look so that's another angle that's another one you, you put your hands in your pocket you 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 put that you put the, you take like your, your your again I keep acting like you can see me you take the le- you take your left foot this is gonna be a good one. this is a good this is a good one this is a good one you take your left you put your hands in your pocket you take your left foot I want you to put it up like it's a hit I want you to put it up like you're on your t- you're on your pinky toe I mean like your big toe you put that up on your big toe you then just look down at it and kind of and kind of look up a little bit sexy. Sexy, especially if you got some hair. Oh, that's a killer. That's a killer. <laughs> especially if you got some hair to you. Oh yeah, you're gonna be killing. Them. You're gonna be killing them. I'm telling you, gonna be them sexy. If I only know the sexy folks, gotta be looking sexy. You can put your. Oh, the, another one is when you do the um. You got you got you can't get your whole body in this one. Some of these and also some of these pictures you can't. Some of these sometimes you take a picture you don't get your whole body, bro. Because you can put your hand on the back of your head and just be looking into the camera, like like laid back, just a little smirk. Killing them, killing them, gonna be killing them. Mm. Niggas <laughs> like, oh, what's your name? Are you, are you? Uh-huh. But yeah, I do. But yeah, as a man, I do understand that most of the angle, most of the, not even most of the angle. It's just most, most photos that men take are just awkward because nobody knows what to do with their hands. It's yeah. like the big. That's like the biggest problem with men photos is that people just look awkwardly in the photo because nobody know what to do with their hands. As opposed to women, they're gonna toot their booty up and shit like that <laughs> um all right hope that helps and then last but not least my half black nephew is dealing with racism from his classmates my sister his mother who is white handling it poorly any advice from no name sorry this is quite long my nephew is biracial and half black i am on the white half of his family as mentioned my sister's son 
His black half of his family live across the country and he only sees them a few times a year, including his dad. So we are the more involved side and the side who is primarily raising him. So I was looking after him this weekend and I was just chatting to him about school and what his friends are like. In conversation, he brought up some classmates who are white were calling him the N-word and the in mud face, which really broke my heart, man. He's such a sweet, sensitive kid, and he doesn't deserve that kind of shit from people he calls his friends. He says it happens over voice chat when they play computer games and not in school. I asked him if he told his mom and what his mom said, and he said he told her and she said just to ignore it. I'm really unimpressed and disappointed with my sister's response because ignoring it is exactly how these issues manifest. And for those kids to think they can be racist without consequences at eight years old, it will only get worse. I asked him how he feels about it. And he said he was sad and wishes he was fully white. I told him he is amazing just as he is and never to feel ashamed as there's nothing wrong with being black or half black. My sister is a great mom otherwise, but I feel like she is a too ignorant towards the fact other people may be racist to my nephew, just because to all our family and social circle, it's a complete nu- nuisance and everyone is our own little world is accepting of all kinds of people, but doesn't realize he's growing up as a biracial person, primarily with his white family and an overwhelming white city and school where not everyone is not racist. Anyway, I want some advice on how I can go about ensuring these kids are disciplined for their language towards my nephew and that my sister does a better job of handling such issues should they happen again. Also, any advice I can give to my nephew about how to emotionally handle these things? Any advice? You got to run me my damn face. You call me mud face. I swear to God on the dead homies. I ain't even trying to be funny. Some shit, I would I want to speak to their parents. I want to speak to their parents. I want them expelled from school. I want all kind of shit done to them. And I want it done immediately. I don't even want it done the next day. I want their parents called that fucking day. I don't give a fuck a day. I don't give a fuck. You you raised, you raised the inconsiderate bastard. So now you got to pay for the sins of the inconsiderate bastard. I need, I need, I need my face to face today. I need your son fucking expel. I need your son fucking, I need your son to apologize to my fucking son. And then I needed to be tech. I need, I need you, I need you to be fucking, I really need your child to be expelled from school for a good two mm-hmm. months. Like, you know, like fuck out of bullshit. Then I might just, then I might just throw, then cause I'm, I'm be, I'm be all the way real with y'all. I'm just being real with y'all. I just have my son beat your ass, beat your son ass to be real. And then we'll handle it from there. Cause the ass whooping to come first. Cause that's how you get the attention. Beat that ass, and then then they're gonna learn from that. Then they're gonna learn from their mistakes. And then when I have to go to school for it, I'm like, "Well, your son called my son a mud face." And then he's gonna be like, "Oh shit, exactly." Mm. So what the fuck you want to do? You want to get your ass beat too? Because obviously they got this from they got this force happen. I'm getting mad now. Uh, they got this force happen from somebody. So we not so with this disrespect. We're not gonna be tolerating this. 
That's how I would handle right. it personally. I say you get the exactly. motherfuckers. I say you tell them to whoop their ass. I say you teach them. I'm gonna be openly honest with you. You teach your child to fight because in that moment, no apology gonna bring back those words that they said. But if you pop their ass to the mouth, <coughs> you're gonna be teaching their ass a lesson that them motherfucking consequences, them consequences come hard. Thank you. So you got to so I, I, I say you punch them in the goddamn mouth to be real with you. I say you call. I say you call for a parent teacher meeting. I, I, I say you call for every child that did that shit to be expelled. And, and as far as the mother goes. And you just be, you got to tell the mama, hey, you raising a black child. You chose to have, you chose to have a black child. So now you got to, so now you got to man up for this black child. Cause the world already exactly. tough. The world going to be tough. The world going to be tough on the motherfucker. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't going to get easier from here. Right. It's the start. This ain't this. And sadly, this ain't even uh, abnormal behavior. Especially if you're gonna be around nothing but white people, you, she got to either she got grow some nuts. Definitely, because that she gonna traumatize your child if you don't nip it in the butt. If you don't do, if you don't call if your child grow up and he watch you not do some shit, he either gonna adapt to it. And what I mean by adapt to it is that he gonna start to like consider it. He gonna start to he gonna start being one of those weird black people that think that like that think they're part of the joke, but they are the joke. Right. So it so it can go two ways. So you better nip it in the bud. I'm I'm just giving you my real advice. I tell my child whoop everybody ass in they got them school and we'll handle it later. Personally, but if you don't want, but if you ain't about that life, then you can't tell your child. Then you can't go to that school and demand a fucking t- parent teacher conference and that all these children be expelled. Because mm-hmm. it's learned behavior. So they going home. They 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 going home. They getting it from somewhere. At eight, they're definitely getting it from their, they definitely getting it from their parents. So I already called their parents up there and asked them and told them to run me my fade. And I'm just being real with you. That's my advice. I ain't got no, I ain't got no sweet kumbaya advice because this, this learnt behavior, yeah. this learnt behavior, at this point, it's learnt behavior. Exactly. Can't be sweet in times like this. Like you not like you know how deep of a fucking racist you have to be to call somebody something as far as a a mud face. Like you might well call the damn child mulatto. Like that's some learnt behavior type shit. Like insult. It's like when um white kids would say knuckle dragger. It's like oh no, this some learnt behavior type shit. It's some shit your parents been saying around the house that you felt was comfortable to say at school, and they end up getting their ass beat. Ooh, makes my blood boil. Fuck. Cause you gotta pay. You gotta pay. I'm, I'm, I'm really the. I'm, I don't care what nobody. I don't, I don't care. Like people, I don't care what nobody says. As a person that grew up around a lot of white people, you had to get that shit in blood. I'm just being dead ass with you. I'm just being dead serious with you. I ain't trying to be tough. I ain't trying. I'm just being real with you. You not gonna disrespect me and think that shit was gonna be sweet. Cause if you let them disrespect your child right now, they're gonna grow up together and they're gonna remember that this motherfucker is a is a um. Is an easy talk. He gonna be a lick. You don't want your child to be a lick. You don't want your ne- you don't want your nephew to be a lick because that shit don't just that shit just don't go away. Because yeah, you can do, get a commercial be like, oh, bullying gets better, you know, and all that shit. But it's like you don't want your child to have to deal with this shit for eighteen years. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's like you so it's like you want to nip this shit in the bud. Like, hey, I'm not tolerating this shit. I felt like my motherfucking nephew or your sister. Won't, if your sister won't go to school, you can go. My my motherfucking my my um my nephew was verbally assaulted at this school. It was by this down the third. I want them expelled. <laughs> I want them expelled right now. I want their parents to come up here and I want their parents to apologize to my motherfucking nephew along with the child. Exactly. 
Exactly. If they apologize, I'm going to whoop their ass. And then, quite frankly, I'm still going to whoop their ass. And the mama better be right there, too. Exactly. Yo, yo, she better grow some fucking balls. She better grow some fucking balls. This ain't this ain't no time. This ain't no time where we where we act like racism doesn't exist. Because there's some super fucking racist. They call this man mud face. The N-word shit is already crazy enough. They learned that shit at home. But then for them to even go out their mouth to call you mud face. Like you know how deep of a fucking insult that is? It's like calling a black person a moolie. Like you know I fuck it. Like you know, like you have to have some fucking you have to have some fucking racist bones in your body to know about certain insults. Spear chucker and shit like that. So it's like they learned this shit at the house and it's not gonna go away over the years and you not gonna run from this. You're gonna face this shit and you're gonna man the fuck up and have to handle your shit. Mm-hmm. Grab your nuts and handle this shit. Exactly. You chose Just to like have that. call if you got to call the black fam call the black side of the family up. Because mm-hmm. it has to be it has to be handled if you're gonna live in this society. Because again, it's not gonna get no better. It's gonna get worse if you don't say nothing. Because then they gonna be like, Oh yeah, remember we called such and such something and his mom and nothing got done about it. If they keep on they if they keep on like having no consequences for their actions, they're gonna keep on the action gonna keep on continuing. Mm-hmm. So nip that shit in the motherfucking bud. That's what I would do personally. I, like I said, you gotta get that shit. I would get that shit in the blood. Yeah, but unfortunately, just, that's that's exactly. the way to do it. Exactly, and I'm speaking. I'm just speaking from experience. I whoop everybody. I I brought it to every motherfucker that wanted it. You would go disrespect, and that shit worked. That shit worked every now and then. I had to dust a motherfucker, and you know what? It worked. It worked. Like you'll you'll probably hear people talk about me from from high school. Like, yeah, you know, Jesus Shutterworth. He was nice with everybody, but every now and then he just get to whooping somebody ass. Because mm. you had to. Like it's like you had to renew. It's like you had to renew your. You know, you had to renew your. You had to renew your hands card. Because every now and then you get somebody that think they could try you. Oh, right. I'm not. I'm not meeting you after school. I'm whooping your ass right now. Fuck this school. Cause I want everybody to see, as a reminder of what you're not gonna do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Dude told me something about some black people. I said, I said, boy, I whoop your ass. Oh, we can we can be at school. No, we can meet right the fuck now. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to fight. I was like, I was like, you fell in your classes anyway. So what the fuck they gonna do? Kick you out of school? <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Sometimes I gotta dust a motherfucker right in front, right? And sometimes I gotta dust a motherfucker right in front of the goddamn principal's office. Sometimes I gotta dance, man. I know in life people go, "Oh, I'm forty, and I, don't, I ain't with that shit." Nah, sometimes you, 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 yeah, you got. Sometimes you gotta dance, man. I ain't like I be out here trying to dance, but when I already, I already told y'all, when you short, you gotta dance. You don't get the mm. Pikachu when you want to dance. I, I stay in shape just so I just could be ready to throw them hands. You never know. Right. <laughs> you never know, man. You never, know that's cause, right. Because the cops ain't, cause the, the cops going to come up and do. I told, man, one time the dude called me, this one dude, this one dude told me, I ain't your nigga, nigga. And I told, the, and I told like the, um, the, this administrator, the administrator looked me dead in my face and said, but y'all be calling each other that shit all the time. 
Who the fuck is wow. you? who the fuck is y'all? Y'all be calling each other that all the time? Mind you, I went to a school for the number of white people. Who the fuck is y'all? And and when when do we be calling each other that all the time? So you know what I did? What? I took my head back to class. I apologized to my teacher. I said, you know what? I'm sorry for disturbing this class. Cause when he said it, I said, What? Cause I, I, I think, I think what happened was I had just came back from gym. So I was like in a good mood. My endorphins were high. So yeah, I had came back from the gym. My endorphins were high. So I was trying to do the right thing. He done told me, you know, he done caught the angel nigga, nigga. So I done told the administrator. And I told the teacher, the teacher was like, man, I ain't, I ain't in that. Basically teacher, basically teacher was like, I ain't in that. I said, nah, fuck that. So I walked out of the classroom. Hey, don't hey, hey, ain't no A. So I go tell the administrator, and the administrator's like, oh, well, y'all call each other that all the time. I can't write him up for that. And I was like, we call each other what all the time? My children are the only black person in the school. Ain't nobody ever said, ain't nobody calling me that shit. They ain't crazy. So I go back to the class. I look teacher in the face. I apologize. I say, you know what? I'm I'm sorry for disturbing your class. I'm sorry. I tell the dude, I say, yo, you might want to stand up, man. You might, I, I, what, what? You might want to bop right in the goddamn kisser. Motherfucker flipped out the desk, flips over. But I was like, you know what? Nope. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do you like that. I'm gonna give you a chance to stand up. Cause I did tell you to stand up. And I kind of hit you. I kind of hit you. I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want him to be like, oh, I would have whooped his ass if he would never sucker, sucker punch me. No, no, no. I didn't sucker punch you. I hit you. I hit you in a timely manner and gave you time to get up. And then when I hit you again, you flipped over the desk. Into, and you fell into the desk at that point that's on you <laughs> at that point if you flip over and fall into the desk that is that is now officially on you and is fair game so i'm whooping your ass and you stuck in the desk it was like the 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 our ants the ancestors the ancestors were shining down like whoop his ass Cause he was stuck in the desk, so he couldn't even get up. I'm just wah 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 wah, just going to work. It's just oh, Jesus, shut the work. I said nah. I said nah, nah. My yeah, I I swear to God, bro. I I'm not gonna have people on the con. I'm not gonna have people on the podcast from high school come on the podcast so they can tell you about all the all the little the terror. I was I was a terror. Cause the teacher, cause they, they was like, they always talk about this shit today. They was like, you tell the teacher, nah, man, nah, he wanted this parent. He wanted this. He wanted it. Cause my mouth always been smart. <laughs> so I'm whooping his ass. Nah, he wanted this shit. He wanted this shit. I'm just tagging him. Ain't nobody stopping this shit. Cause everybody done seen, cause again, everybody done seen what transpired and they see me try to, they try, they see me try to, uh, calm the situation down. So if I try to calm the situation down and this shit still transpires, it ain't on me no more. That's completely on you, and your actions have gotten you to the point. It's like that dude I beat his fucking teeth out to this day. He ain't got no fucking teeth. I have heard through the grapevine. You just gum, gum me. You just gum me. That's a proud. That that should be my proudest moment. That's a proud moment. <laughs> beat the motherfucking teeth out of him now. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. You ain't, ain't telling no more niggas to take their nigga ass back. To, you ain't, nigga probably don't, he probably didn't even say that. He probably don't, he probably he probably don't, he probably can't even look at Africa on a map no more. He his teeth his teeth start hurt his gums start hurting when he see Africa on the map. Black Panther mm-hmm. Black Panther came out. He started having flashback PTSD <laughs> trauma. Granddaddy, why you don't got no teeth? <laughs> Well, it's it's near it's near. Don't don't worry about it. 
They fell out. <laughs> but but grandmama said, you know, children always got to, children don't have no filter. But grandmama said, you ain't had no, you were 17. So did, what happened? What happened to your teeth? I said, stop asking me about it. And then the grandma gonna be like, I, right, I'm gonna call you Shutterworth. Why you talking to all crazy kid? I'm gonna call you Shutterworth. <laughs> see, see, you talk, you were talking, you were talking all that spice shit to him. We knocked them goddamn teeth clean out your motherfucking mouth, boy. Stop the goddamn <laughs> mud holding it. Man, I don't know. But yeah, so us short people always gotta stay ready to fight. So that's all that's always my advice because you have to teach you have to teach this child how to fight because true, in the grand scheme of things, you shouldn't have to fight. But in the grand but also in the grand scheme of things, society has taught you if society has never taught you nothing else, is that you're gonna have to fight for shit. Yeah. You're going to have to. It's just a fair reality, especially when you're growing up in an all-white country, town. You got to grow some, you got to, she, the mama got to grow some balls, and you got to teach that child how to fight as well. You got to, because you're going to be at war, you're going to be in wars. That is for sure. Life, sad, life sadly is not about what's fair. It's just about what's going on. Right. I could talk about you. I could tell All you. facts. Exactly. I could tell you, I could tell you about what's fair, but I also can recognize what's actually happening at this moment and what needs to be done on my part. I worry about the fair. I complain about the fairness another day. Your ass got to be beat today. Mm-hmm. This you got to get you got to get it back in blood. That's my shit. When Janae Aiko <laughs> said it, and then Pooh Shiesty said it, I'm, I'm glad that song went out when I was young. <laughs> Just roll up to the island. I'm not gonna say I was I was an angel, y'all. I was an angel. Don't be listening to me, y'all. I was an angel when I was younger. <laughs> Unless you provoke me. They was like, yo, you don't really it was like you be the nicest person ever to somebody to somebody provoke you, then you just be whooping ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like I I'll be I was friend with the nerds. I was friend with everybody. But once you got to provoking me, oh no, no, sir, we got them Bob. <laughs> So that's all. So that's all that was, y'all. Now I'm just saying. I'm just at this point. I'm just talking. But all the short people, stand up. Y'all know to be tall people can't relate because tall people can't relate to this. Tall people probably like man because the tall person listens to me tell these stories about these fighting stories. They're like, man, ain't nobody fighting that much. Yes, us short people are fighting this much, if not more. Like I haven't, I haven't even told y'all all my fight stories. But us tall, us short people. Us short people do have to get into a lot of fights because we both, as Vince Staples would say, motherfucker be looking triumphal. So I guess they be trying to see which one of us trying to go to hell today. Mm. So I guess everybody got to go to hell today or some shit. Today. So yeah, motherfucker be looking, I be looking triumphal. I got like the baby face and shit like that. So yeah, Nick, motherfucker be trying, motherfucker would try it. I feel, like I, I feel like every time I got to a fight, I was fighting for every black person that ever existed in the earth. Like I had to keep, like I had to, like I had the whole weight of the black people on my shoulders. That's that's how you gotta carry it though. I was like, Unfortunately. I, was like I ain't losing, I ain't losing this fight. Y'all right. put... <laughs> be trying to suplex. I got, I'm glad I never broke nobody's neck and killed them because I used to try to suplex a motherfucker. Cause I used to think of what I used to think what could be the most embarrassing way for you to lose a fight and like suplexing somebody is like I like I was thinking about that viral clip that went, you seen that viral clip that went you seen that clip that went viral recently about the, the girl and the dude she called her um boyfriend up to her job uh uh-uh. uh 
Oh man, hold on. Let me see. Can I let me see? Can I find this video? Let me see. Can I find this video? But basically, the girl called her boyfriend up to her job. Now, ladies, if you listening, if you know your man cannot fight, don't be inviting this man to go anywhere that involves <laughs> fighting. Right. I hate to say it, but you gotta take that shit. I'm not gonna say you gotta take it on the chin, but don't invite your non-fighting boyfriend somewhere. Try to resolve that. Try to resolve your problem with words, because when you get your non-fighting boyfriend that come up to your job, and then they get into an argument, and then you try to stop him from the fight, and you know he can't fight. He he now like 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 they said in the video. Yo, you can't you can't try to stop the fight now. You inviting him up here. Like let him go. Let him go. And I'm I'm gonna try to find the video before I tell Lady Gadai what happens in the video. But now nah, you can't but y'all y'all don't be don't be inviting don't be inviting people up to don't don't be inviting your boyfriend to your job. I found okay, I find the I found the video. I found the video. I found the video. Hold okay. on, we're gonna send the lady we're gonna send the lady Godiva. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. This is a sight and this is a sight. She really called her boy she really called her boyfriend. And some of y'all it's it's one yeah. Always know your girlfriend too. That's one thing too, because sometimes your girlfriend had you out here looking crazy, knowing knowing damn well she over exaggerates some shit. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, damn! Then I had got you in some shit. You got know you got know your partner, man. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna listen Lady Godiva this clip. So I sent it on Instagram so you can check it out. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna get Lady Godiva some time to check this out, y'all. Next week we're gonna have a positive podcast. We're gonna talk about some some lovey dovey things. I wanted to talk about the Ozzy Brothers at your best. You are love. I wanted to talk about that, but then I started off so spicy that I couldn't I couldn't bring it out. I couldn't bring it out the spicy woods to bring it back around. But yeah, we're gonna get. But yeah, we're gonna talk about something. We're gonna talk about. We gonna, I got that. I got that on the agenda for next week. What else I got? Um, I might talk about Hell's Kitchen. I definitely want to talk about um AMC stock. I actually we might we might I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the AMC some of this stuff I'm gonna say for the Patreon. Yeah. Some of this okay. stuff gonna be for the Patreon. Not not the Isley Brothers. I ain't gonna do the Isley Brothers like that, y'all. I wanna talk about the Isley Brothers. So I might do it for Patreon, but I might not do it for Patreon. I don't know. My mouth once my mouth gets going, my mouth gets going. But if you subscribe to the Patreon, then you won't have you won't have to worry about like missing out on it. The Patreon starts at five dollars, y'all. So go ahead and check it out. I'm just doing a whole bunch of random ass talking while Lady Godiva watched this video clip, so that we can, <laughs> so that we can, so that we can, so that she can see what happens in this video clip. So okay, hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> you watched the whole thing? No, not yet. I, I'm I'm getting there. But how are you gonna call him to come defend you? But you like keep pushing him. Cause I think she realized. I don't know what the fuck. Cause I think she realized, yo, I, I fucked up. I fucked up. I think she realized she fucked up. When he came, she was like, he fucked up. He body slammed the shit out of him. Body slammed Get them together. Get them together. Oh, that poor short man. Body, so body slammed just, him twice. Did he really just put gang signs up? Body slammed you twice and then threw up his set. <laughs> you gotta switch jobs. You can't go back to that job no more. You can't go back to that job no more because he can't come pick you up no more. He can't even come pick you up. You gotta get a new job. No. You gotta get a new job. You gotta get a new job. 
Oh my god! You, you got to get a new job because he didn't get body slammed one time. He got body slammed twice and then got the fist of fury thrown at him. So like he was oh. getting, he was getting straight up disrespected. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! That shit was crazy. That shit was crazy, man. You can't. It uh, uh, ain't no coming back, man. Ain't no coming back. Mm-mm-mm. Ain't no coming back. So yeah, ladies, don't be inviting your man to no damn. Don't be inviting your man to no damn intro to your workplace. So y'all know he can't fight. Lord of mercy. The, so you call you called that man up. She said, "Nah, you called." Everybody that got nah, you called him. You called him. When when Buddy popped his when Buddy when Buddy popped his shirt, he didn't pop his collar. When Buddy popped his shirt, that was a clear indication that this man is about to do some. He's about to he's about to put in that work. That motherfucker popped his shirt. He didn't pop his collar, Lady Godiva. He popped his shirt. <laughs> How the fuck? That man popped his shirt. That man. That man popped. That, that man popped his oh, shirt. No. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! No! That man put you so high in the goddamn air. What fuck? I was on the ride at Six Flags. Nah, man. Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, uh. You get the next next time. Just keep. Like, y'all gotta break up now. Yeah, he gotta break up with you. Our principal. Like, how you get your ass whooped, and then he need, they whooped your ass, and then he need, he need go for the finish. He was like, man, you know what, you got it. And then you couldn't even go towards him, like, nah, I'm going to get my revenge. Like, your body was like, nah, nigga, just, just walk away. Like, you got to break up with her. You got to break up with her off principle. Because she, she led you, she led you, she led you to the water to get, she led, she led you to the slaughterhouse. She got quit her job. You gotta break up with her. Like y'all, y'all can't be together no more. Like that was the end of y'all relationship. Cause obviously it's a toxic one. Cause she didn't love you enough to keep you out of danger, and she know you can't fight. She know you can't fight. She knew damn well you couldn't fight, but she gonna call you. And they were probably like, "Call your boyfriend." I'm gonna call my boyfriend. <laughs> th- th- ladies, ladies, this is what you, this is what you say in this incident. Call your boyfriend. See, my boyfriend too busy getting money. He ain't got time for this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You can't let them bait you into calling your boyfriend if you know your boyfriend can't fight. You probably be like, man, my, I ain't about to get my boyfriend involved in this shit. I'm just gonna go home because I ain't about to get fired from my job fucking around with you. That's what she supposed to say. But instead, she let that ego get to her. Well, I call him right now. He called him up. He done got riled up. He think he about to come catch a lick. He think he about to come whoop some little short dude ass. He get that dude about two 250, 230. So now he got to so fight off principle. And now he done got his ass body slammed not one time, but two times to the great abyss. And now the end they're going to be laughing at him for the rest of his life. You got to break <laughs> up with her, dog. You got to break up with her. Because she ain't going to respect you no more. Mm-mm-mm. So you get you just got to you just got to get you got to get rid of it, man. But that's the Akamai, but that's the Akamai podcast. Hope y'all learned something. I hope y'all learned something today. If y'all learned anything today, then it's don't be calling your boyfriend to go handle some shit. Y'all know you can't fight, or it could just be damn. You show the work you do a lot of fighting when you was younger. 
they probably be like, this not, it don't his personality don't match when he be somebody he did when he younger. I was a different person. <laughs> I was a di- I was a savage. I told you I went around I went around like a Cape Crusader saving the neighborhood from all the from all the evildoers. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a short man in me. You gotta Somebody got to do it, right? Shit. You got to fight when you're short. You got to fight, man. Only a short, only the short people can relate to these stories. I be telling the tall people, like, man, this nigga was fighting that much. My John told y'all like four fight stories. There's a lot of them, but I be feeling like y'all. I don't think a lot of y'all feel me because y'all tall and shit. So y'all, y'all understand the struggles of being short. Sometimes I, lo- I love being short, but motherfucker be really trying your ass. Even now. But they, but they be trying you on a different level. They try you to the point where they see you actually want to fight, and then they get scared. <clears throat> Catch a motherfucker lacking. Don't be goddamn. What what J Cole say? Spaghettio, 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 sp- spaghettio splashing on your hoodie. No, no, I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm gonna be, I'm a beach for my hands. I'm not gonna shoot you. So it's not gonna be actually spaghetti or splashing all over your hoodie and all over your driveway because I'm not gonna make you bleed that much. So it's just gonna be spaghetti or splashing on your hoodie. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just talking at this point, y'all. Y'all know how I go. I thought the podcast was going in an hour ago, honestly, y'all. But it's still going. <laughs> so all right, we gave y'all two hours of the podcast. Thank y'all for listening to the Icon Minority Podcast. This has been a Squire Plus IE Company production. Make sure that you subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Squire Saeed. We should probably start putting this at the beginning of the podcast. We are produced organized and arranged by ourselves the aqua minority podcast the squire the squire the squire come the squire squire plus ie company is the company that we own just for clarification is our media conglomerate so see y'all see y'all next week yes good night good night y'all good lord (laughs)